Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerd Prime podcast, episode 17. The podcast where one of us can grow a beard, and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. And our guest today is the wonderful Tommy Ayers. Tommy, how you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. I know. I literally just said you would say your name, but then I said it, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just throwing a wrench in it um, already. Uh, if you guys don't know who Tommy Ayers, Tommy Ayers is a KF uh, best friend, a uh, gunpla extraordinaire. That's a gun and model builder. He is a MMA guru and uh, someone I recently just met, Twitch streamer as well, and super fucking awesome. So uh, Tommy got invited on the show because he's cool as fuck. So thank you for coming on the show, Tommy. Yes, thank you for coming. Again, on. thanks for having me here. All right, so real fast, let's jump into the housekeeping. So if you enjoy the podcast, please check out our reviews posted every Saturday podcast services and daily news segments posted Monday through Friday. That's podcast services. And you can also find it at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerd. Next up, if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents Four ninety nine and nine ninety nine per month. George, you want to tell him about the perks? Oh yes, we now have some perks for those of you that would like to support our podcast. Uh, you'll be granted various features in our Discord, such as a producers only lounge because that's what you will be, and you'll get credited in our prime episodes. So if that interests you and you want to help us grow, but please by all means head on over to Anchor. And uh, click that support this podcast button. We'd be forever great, grateful for your support. Yes, please. Go over there. Click it. Don't take it. Next up. Uh, so we, we have written a sponsorship template. So if you know an internet company that would love to sponsor a wonderful podcast like Dad's Beards Nerds, please let us know. Give us an email or at least the name of the company so we can contact them and get in touch. Next up, find us at twitter.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. Instagram.com slash podcast, And you can find our Discord link in our Twitter bio. And last up is our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds. We have set a goal collectively this month to hit affiliate for the month of February for the Dads, Beards, Nerds channel. Please help us by coming to the channel. Shoot us a follow. Come to the page. Say hi while we're live. And all that jazz. But we are very close. We need two, eight more followers to hit that sweet, nasty 50 mark. So please come over. Give us that sweet love on Twitch. Next up, find George on Twitter at Ghioco. That's G-H-I-O-C-O. And find me, Anthony, at DadBodPlays. I don't like to spell it. It's pretty obvious. Um, so with that push to the side, let's jump into some small talk. And what are you playing? So real fast, Tommy, what have you been um, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, you saucy boy. <laughs> I feel like I've also been playing what everyone else has been playing this week with some Apex Legends. Yes. I'm awful at it, but I've been playing it. And I'm also literally watching my friends play Center and Cogra right now. For those of you <laughs> don't, who don't know, it's Dynasty Warriors with tits. Dynasty Warriors with what? With titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a fan of Dynasty Warriors, and I am a fan of boobs, so I don't see why I wouldn't like it. Exactly. So, so, Kingdom Hearts, 
Apex Legends, and what was the name of the game you're watching them play right now? Senren Kagura. Senren Kagura? Yep. <laughs> well, now I have to look this damn game up, because it has Dynasty Warriors and Boogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just that. like, and what platform is this on? <laughs> it's on uh, PC and PS4. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You can play it, you can play it strictly on RedTube.com. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Close to it, honestly. Ta- hold on, um, I need to alt-tab over into Steam real quick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually on sale on Steam right now. Sick. Not even. Um, all right, Jordan, what have you been playing? <laughs> oh, I've been playing uh, Oxygen Unincluded, of course. Um, yeah, as I, as I sent you plenty of screenshots of your duplicate in my base constantly building himself into the floor. Um, and then... Uh, that it just cracks me up every time that happens and i love that game so much but also apex legends uh i was streaming it on this twitch channel the other night and sucking so bad but that being said that game is fun oh my god like the there's so much to unpack there between all the legend all the the different characters you can play and the guns uh it's i i'm really i'm digging the vibe and the music is awesome like I had to look up um, on YouTube today. Like I was just jamming to it on the woodwork. I just want to note real fast, <laughs> noob gamer guy. Because uh, uh, for all for those of you listening right now, I am actually streaming this episode of uh, the recording episode live. And uh, noob gamer guy just felt like it was pretty relevant because we said RedTube. He writes, "I heard RedTube. Am I missing something?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we were talking about a game that involves dinosaur warriors and boobies, uh, noob gamer guys. This is so red, you tube. Are... red tube is okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you sent me the picture of my head stuck in that that floor, and I feel like that's pretty much part for the course. <laughs> yeah, pretty much between you and Gold Falcon, I'm always like having to rescue somebody. So, <laughs> my well, my, wasn't my dude like like dancing, or he's got like like soft toes or something? Uh, yeah, he's a dancer. He likes to dance. <laughs> well, just like me in real life, I too like to dance. And, and, you, have, um, and you have noodle arms. That's what it was. <laughs> noodle arms. That's true. Minus, that's true. minus two uh, strength. So what I've been playing is still Rocket League. I hopped on today and won like three out of four. Um, Rocket League is actually in my regular rotation regardless just because it's so much fun and it's so easy to pick up. And I literally like... in. You know, a 20-minute time span, I can play two matches and feel, like, fulfilled. Um, I have been playing Apex Legends. I uh, got my first win today, my first squad oh, win today. I, I haven't gotten nice. a win yet. So I thought it might be, like, Fortnite where you get something. Because I know, like, with Fortnite, if you win during seasons, you'll get, like, you know, a glider and a skin. It's nothing crazy, but you get something. But you don't get anything if you win other than the fact that you won. Um, I'm still trash at this game. <laughs> I'm getting a little better. I do enjoy. I do enjoy the speed of this game. This game feels a lot faster um, than Blackout and Fortnite combined. Uh, and I do feel that I have a better chance in this game than I do in Fortnite and uh, Black Ops. So Apex Legends is cool so far. Uh, I, I also enjoy the Overwatch feel to it when it comes to um, picking your champion, particularly your legend. I do enjoy that. I, I like the way that all um, that works out. You know and what then, they did a great job with is the pinging system. 
Is the oh, ping yeah. is, is is the speed of the game, right? No, no, no. The ping system is where no being able to ping like specific items, and you can spot things and say, "Hey, there's a level two helmet over here." Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, dude, I know what you're talking they about. They that. made that so fluid and seamless for such a fast game. Like that alone is worth so much praise, in my opinion. Uh, you're DJ Chris communicate with the team without saying a word. Exactly. I was playing with a. Uh... DJ Chris earlier, and that's what he was saying. He was saying this game's so great because I can still play it without a mic. I can still communicate without a mic. Ooh, yeah. new gamer guy. I just realized that you followed it as well. Oh, guy for the. And then I want to say I've been playing one other game. Oh, I picked up Tales of uh, Berseria. Nice. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm really excited to hop into that. Uh, the last RPG I played was uh, was Nino Kuni 2: Revenant Kingdom, which was a f fantastic RPG. Uh, I'm excited to, to give Tales of Basari more time. Plus, I still have Dot Hack GU I got to play. Uh, and I'm going to be letting a buddy of mine borrow Nino Kuni 2 so I can borrow. Uh, or Fantastic. <laughs> Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. I was going to say Fantastic Creed Odyssey. Say that one more time. Tommy. What's there? What was? Uh, oh, I thought that something. I I, th I think we can hear uh, whoever's there in the background, Tommy. So I thought you had uh, said something. Oh no, sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. No worries. Um, but yeah, that's really what what I've been playing. Uh, nothing too crazy, you know, for for now. Well, I am like I said before, I'm straight trash at apex legends like I, I just feel so ineffective but i'm still having fun with the game so i'm looking forward to playing i'm getting better it's definitely a game where i feel like i'm getting better as opposed to getting worse you know yeah. i like at Fair fortnite yeah. there'd be times there'd be times where i'm like how am i this bad why am i this bad i'm getting worse and in apex i feel like in every game i'm getting like a little tiny bit better even if it's like action of a percent better yeah, like, I was making some plays, but I just still, like, I find myself, like, I have to get used to the whole inventory management of it, too. Like, that's going to be a challenge for me, so. Um, Definitely. I think I'm just going to try and focus on one or two weapon types for now and just kind of stick to those until I feel some of the things out, um, at least to the best of my ability, because, you know, sometimes you drop, you just got to grab whatever the hell you can. Yeah. So. It, it definitely feels like one of those games. Especially, okay, so my actually my only gripe with it right now is the fact that uh, I don't feel like there's enough weapons like sprawled out. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll land in, I'll land in like, like a bigger building and there'll be no weapons. Like, how did out of all the buildings in this area, how does this building not have a? Yeah, some of the some of the weapon placements are a little off in my opinion too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think they make more on the chests. Yeah, they, they, they really make you bank on those, so I think that's kind of the point, but but yeah, I think it's it's incredible with the player growth that they're having, too. They're going to really put uh, some more... Hopefully it'll definitely revive some interest in investing in EA, because right now their stock is just, ugh, it's down like 39 Shit. or 40%. So, straight track right now yeah it, it's bad so they, they really need something to bring some revenue in and uh the, i mean the, anthem beta performance didn't help at all i didn't think they it, honestly i wasn't i if i were an investor i wouldn't have bet on anthem anyway it's i 
it looks cool, don't get me wrong, but it, it, we've seen a lot of the elements of that game in other games already. So, I don't That's know. That's a fair point. It, it's, it's, it's a beautiful game. Like, don't get me wrong, and I'm sure it's a fantastic adventure, but has it is it doing anything that we haven't already seen? That's what's generating hype right now, and it, and money, let's face it. Like, that's why Fortnite took off. That's why the Battle Royale scene oh, yeah. blew up. It's doing something, though. Um, I think, really, what it's doing is... is I, I didn't get to play the beta, but from what I'm seeing is the combat looks really fucking fluid. Um, I like the mix between. It kind of looks like you have sort of an action bar as well, because you're, you know, you've got missiles, you've got alternate weapons that are already built into the suit. Um, Anthem's not going to get a day one buy, probably not even a month or two, uh, first month or, or second month buy for me, because the division's going to get that from me. But uh, Fair. I just, uh, I played so much of the division one that I'm hyped for the division two. I played a little bit of the beta the other day. Um, it's cool. It's more division that you can definitely tell this is a stress test right now. So it's very choppy. I, I got booted out like three or four times. Um, but I'm enjoying what I'm playing. Plus I want more division. And to be honest, what I really want is I want another survival mode because the survival mode in the first division, it was my bread and butter and what I played the most of. So if I can get another survival mode, that'd be amazing. Uh, also, thank you, DJ Chris V for the follow. Get kissed. <laughs> all you. right um let's do this let's uh let's take a small ad break this ad featured by anchor it is an ad for anchor by anchor that george so masterfully recorded yeah. with that smooth smooth voice well, so well, we're gonna take a little break i was gonna say well you know me <laughs> that, the, you know me in the ad recordings it's got to get done george does the ad recordings and i take my shirt off that's how things work you uh, into that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a small break, and then we will be back for our topic dives with the wonderful Tom Ayers. Be right back, everyone. And welcome back. We are back from that little break. I hope you enjoyed that anchor ad in that mid-roll, sponsored by mid-roll. Anyways, we are back with myself, George, and the wonderful Tommy Ayers, our guest for the night for this episode 17 recording of dad's beards nerds uh i wanted to channel my inner radio voice Prime. on that one and try to be cheesy hello what's up you're back with dan and the boys on kkbh 103.7 <laughs> um dirty anyway, dan and the boys anytime it's a podcast it's uh dirty dan and the boys we will have sex in your car again <laughs> um okay <laughs> all right so uh Let's go. So topic one, and this is this is 100% geared towards Tom and myself. George doesn't really build gunplay, but George, I would still love you to jump in like you do. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. You're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm real big. What I like to do beforehand is like to soak it all in water. All right, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. topic one. When building gunplay or Gundam models, when do you make the choice to either do somewhat of a pro build or make it more of a casual fun build? Hmm. So, for me, every fun build. I never normally go in like trying to be super hard. Yeah. I'm actually, my friend, uh, Justin, or Justinius Builds, 
who I swear is one of the best Gundam builders out there. Yeah. Whose house that I'm at, I'm not just buttering him up because I'm here. I actually believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is teaching me the ropes of like painting and stuff like that for plans for uh, like GBWC and stuff like that to for kit bashes to make stuff look professional. Yeah. But for the most part, what I do is I just I build it for fun. Everything's casual. <clears throat> like, sure, there's some stuff I want to show off professionally that I'm like, man, I'm really proud of this. But at the same time, what I'm proud of in like the Gundam community is really still just the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I love it. About- I think that I think that I do have sort of just casual fun build. Um, when I finished up that RX seventy eight, and then also mm-hmm. the uh, the Barbados, uh, like the normal Barbados, uh, I finished those off stream, and those were more like fun, more f- self, I guess I would call it, because I have like really two types of builds. I- a build that I do on my own for myself that's not straight and it's just because I want to yeah. do it and then I've got a build like the build I'm going to do tonight where it's an on-stream build so I'm I'm still a chat I'm acting a little more outlandish than I normally do because um, I mean watching the gun and build it's not exactly like I don't watch a gun and build because it's fun I watch a gun and build like a gun and build stream someone like text for key or uh, <laughs> I can't think of anyone else that I really watch. But when I watch their streams, I'm watching because I'm like kind of watching to learn because I know that they're better. Yeah. Than I want to see what they do. Um, I do know that when I'm using my kit, this kit right here, everybody, um, I feel like my builds are 10 times better than what they were before with me casually breaking them off the plastic pieces. But I do... Oh, yeah. I, I do feel like I've got That's two types of builds. And I wouldn't necess- necessarily say that they're one's casual fun and one's like pro because I'm not pro at it. Like I'm I'm not really into paint. You know, being more creative on the art side really isn't my theme. Uh, but I, but with getting more and more into it, I could see myself in the future trying to learn. And that's the spot I'm on right now is learning like, I'm yeah. working on that exact RX-78 that you were building, but going further, like, removing seam lines and painting and all that stuff, being taught by him to do it's really It's a really cool process, something I wouldn't normally do myself. I would do in kind of, like, special planned occasions. But for the most part, I would say I fall under the, like, fun category. It's wild when... um I think the wildest thing I see when people do is, uh, and I see a lot of it on, I see a lot of it on Instagram because I follow a lot of Gundam uh, Instagram pages. And I also, when I go into my search, when I go to my search and just to see like the random stuff that pulls up, a lot of it is like cosplay or it's Gundam. And then to also oh, yeah. see, yeah, a lot of cosplay stuff, uh, to see people take a uh, X-Acto knife and etch in new like lines and stuff into the actual plastic is fucking wild and the fact that they oh, do yeah. it so so anime accurate is also wild as well like i mean i i know that they're taping it and they're getting the exact lines and they're drawing them in before they do it but that's that's insane because some 
Uh, can you imagine trying to do that on like a hundred, like build? And you're just like, no, I'm gonna take my exacto <laughs> knife and try to make. <laughs> I'd be like, well, what are you there, doing? That no was a hundred dollars. There's no way I would do that. Like I, I was actually earlier today on another podcast, uh, looking at stuff like people do with that, and the the skills they have just blows my mind. Yeah. With with the etching and all that, like someone busted out a uh, high grade moon Gundam, which I have one just out the box, and then compare it to what they did. Mine looks like garbage. I kind of want to throw it away. Right. <laughs> Not really. I love that kit, but so oh, sometimes I, 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 yeah, I like the I look at these Instagram pages, and then like I think about how mine came out, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, I should just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is where you belong, because I, because because me, your master, isn't competent enough to do it. And then I kind of want to put myself right beside him in the trash. Yeah, I just want to get in the trash with him. <laughs> the, Gundam, yeah. the Gundam's like, please don't throw me away. I love you. And you're like, I please, master, to. please, master, join me in here. You, oh, God, you... what, is this, what is this abomination that I've created? We are the same. We're both, we're both just trash. Yeah, we are one of the same, master. Master. <laughs> it's... Oh, that's great. It's wild though, because because the Gundam, uh, like for me, the Gundam building community is is very much me building something and being like, wow, that looks really good, and then going to Instagram and looking at other stuff, and then looking at what I built and be like, wow, that looks like shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like for me. <laughs> I I love looking at them, but man, there's nothing that makes you feel worse. Yeah, when you see someone else's build of that exact same thing, and you're just like, Jesus. Christ. Having one of my best friends who's balls deep into it make amazing like models while I'm sitting here just building straight off the instruction. I'm like, well, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why some did of, I even buy this? Some of those custom models that I've been seeing built are insane because they're just, oh, this this piece looks like it fits. This piece looks like it fits. And they're just doing it. Dude. I saw a custom one earlier that its leg joints were literally installed backwards to some. Oh, to make it look like uh, like that alien leg. Not only that, but that it like because it was so like top that its knees had to be that had to be able to turn the other. Oh, I got you! I got you! That's insane! That's kind of like the ones where uh, they've got to have the like the stand. And then another stand yes. in the back to support the like random shit that hangs out in the back. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Into topic number two, which is an MMA centric topic. Uh, I think George will know more about this one. Hey, I yeah, I actually have a family that did some MMA and UFC. Who was it again, George? Uh, my cousin uh, is Misha Tate. Oh wow, that's all. Awesome. Yeah, it's super motherfucking cool. name dropping. One now, isn't she? I'm sorry. Isn't she like a VP of one fighting championship now? Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah, she, yes, she is. is. So, uh, I, nice. I think, I, I, I think she got her time. She got the belt, and she was probably like, "Fuck, okay, cool, we're good." 
look, man, um, an Amanda Nunes beating will change your life. Yep. Oh my God! Yes, Amanda Nunes. <laughs> yeah. Amanda Nunes is hands down like, like the baddest UFC fighter, and it has nothing to do with. I don't like when people go, "Oh, she's the baddest female fighter." No, you don't understand. Amanda Nunes will take out half the dudes in the UFC as oh, well. Oh yeah. Like, I was saying before that cyborg fight, I'm like, just go cyborg against Max Holloway. Just do it. <laughs> and then Nunes beats the brakes off. Just do it. Let's go. Cyber came and, and uh, not disrespected Nunes, but underestimated her. And then Nunes Ooh, was like, "Oh, you want you want to bang?" Yeah, Nunes was like, "You want to bang? Cool, let's bang. <laughs> let's do this." God, okay. She turned a boxer into a scrapper for fifty-two seconds. Yeah, she she fucking demolished cyborg and it was amazing to watch okay let's let's jump into the topic though because it's kind of like like a, a hotter tick topic that really won't won't go away from the ufc and it kind of brought up in every press conference they've been having since it happened so with the recent john jones doping scandal and the ufc you set his preference to give him preferential treatment fucking time over other MMA fighters who have proven they did, in fact, not perform dancing drugs, has the UFC lost of its legitimacy in the eyes of MMA? Okay. I get really heated when I talk about John Jones. So before mm-hmm. I get into that, let me preface this by saying, whatever I say, I still think he's one of the best ever. Oh, hands down. Like, whatever he's taking, however many picograms are in his blood, like, every other fighter on Alexander Gustafson could be on that. He'd still win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gustafson, the only other person that Gustafson couldn't beat was DC, and even then, like... Yeah, that was a close fight, too. Jones just seems to be this freak of nature, regardless of what he was taking. I really, honestly, like, I'm with Joe Rogan when it came to his last failed drug test that he probably got hopped upon cocaine, uh, took some dick pills that were tainted with something. Like, I don't think that he was legitimately doping, but I do feel like there, there was a bias there. And the UFC had already put so much money into John Jones that they didn't have a choice. But it really doesn't set a good tone. Anyways, we're going to let you, uh, Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> you answer first before I get into it. So go, go ahead and uh, let's. I think it's a really really bad situation and a bad precedent. Uh, the way USADA has worked, it's if you're done, you're not fighting, period. Frank Mir failed for the exact same thing in the exact same situation. Two-year suspension. Got cut from the UFC. Floor. John Jones did it. They moved to California. On a week's notice. Like, it was a really bad situation. And I think that for... USADA being at an Olympic level testing and letting that happen kind of makes farce out of that. Kind of makes that joke. I mean, like the testing just irrelevant. Like, if I were a fighter and they came knocking at my door, I'd be like, at 5 30 in the morning, I'd be like, nah, get the hell out of here. Like, yeah. Does it matter? Like, you could watch me put steroid test and I'd probably still be fighting. <laughs> I think. Um... But, it's definitely preferential, and I think that's. It's super fucked though, because I can't remember the guy's name. 
UFC fighter. He's been on Joe Rogan. He talked about it on Joe Rogan about how he was able to prove to them that that he took a uh, the the protein he took or the protein powder he he was taking did have trace amounts of whatever because they were mixing the vats. It's Frank. Uh, no, no, no. It, n- not Frank Mir. It's uh, there's another guy that it happened to as well. He was able to prove um, that he in fact did not cheat. It just happened to be mm-hmm. that that this protein powder was uh, tainted. But I, I can't remember his goddamn name. But he got like a two, three year suspension, and it, it and it it for all intents and purposes killed his career when he proved that he did not willingly. And maliciously take this substance. It happened to be in one of his other. You, you know who I'm talking about? I can't think of the name. Like oh, yeah, I, I know. I was just. Two, I was just trying to look it up, but I, I couldn't find him. Are Frank Mir and Chad Mendez? But Chad mm-hmm. Mendez was because of psoriasis medicine. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't Chad Mendez. It was another guy. Uh, but but it essentially oh, killed his career. So Usada is willing to kill someone's career and then give the excuse of. Well, they've got a list of what supplements they should and shouldn't take, and blah blah blah. No, but then John was Jones. It, mm, it may have been. I'm not 100. He's like a taller blonde guy. Oh well, Ben Rothwell is bald. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's Ben Rothwell. I'll have also to look up another really weird situation with Usada. Well, uh, why are they willing to give John Jones a freaking pass? And they won't give up, like, Chad Mendes proved that it was due to his fucking psoriasis medicine. Like, yeah, his psoriasis is a medical condition, and they fucking popped him for that. And John Jones can still test positive for what they're, what they, what USADA claims is an illegal amount and, and still be able to fight. What are you doing, USADA? You, yeah. you are inadvertently making yourself look like a fucking joke. And then, in turn... The UFC looks like a joke, because they're not gonna they're not gonna stop that fight. And then during those those uh, those press conferences, we're like, well, the experts said like, what experts? And like, well, you but know, the experts. experts. Yeah. Oh well, they're the experts. It's like, what kind of fucking you know what? talk to you, Sada? Like, no, you're standing in front of there. You have the golden snitch working for you. Yeah. Caught Barry Bonds and Lance Armstrong. But you're letting John Jones fight. Yeah, it's you know it, it, it's it's wild to me that that John Jones is still more beloved than someone like Daniel Cormier too, which is fucking crazy. I don't understand it. By all, Daniel Cormier could be like Daniel Cormier seems to be like the perfect person you would want as your as like the face of your organization. Not only is he a family man. He's never done anything fucking stupid. Uh, he's an all-American dude. Like, loves his family. I mean, he's basically the perfect spokesperson for anything. <laughs> fucking Popeye's chicken the could pick his ever champ champ. And and and, and but for some reason it goes towards John Jones. I I don't I don't get that either. But I, I, I I'm it. I myself am veering away from the question, which we'll get into other UFC related stuff too, because I. Like the UFC, I don't have a whole lot of people in my life I get to chat about this with because uh, a lot many people think that I follow the UFC. Like, but I mean, like, mm-hmm. also uh, I want to give a big shout out to Bleacher Report and Team Stream for keeping me updated on all my uh, UFC news that I need. Thank you so much, Bleacher Report. Uh, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Bleacher 
dude, I could come on here every day of the week and do and talk about it. Um, <clears throat> I just think it's it, a it, and then Gustafson really has no choice because Gust like with that fight, Gustafson couldn't pull out because how long has it been since he fought? It's been like a year. eighteen months, the exact so, amount of time that it yeah, had been yeah. Gustafson just had that look of like. Uh, fuck! I need I need money. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going with this. I was listening to Brendan Schaub's podcast below the belt, and the one he does he for Showtime, right? When, yeah, he put it perfectly in that situation. He said if he was Gustafson, he'd be telling the UFC he'd fight and go to California if they paid up. Like he'd have. He was like, pay me literally, because I mean he would. He could easily say, "No, I'm not doing that." Why would I fight a man who's on steroids? Yeah, but Gustafson didn't care. He was like, "I'm the best. I beat him once. I'll beat him again." And unfortunately, he got finished. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think Jones is. I mean, we we all know that Jones hasn't been fucking around in, like in his time in limbo. Like he's actively been working out and posting about oh, that yeah. too. Well, not to mention the guy's natural fucking talent. Like, he comes from a family of just beasts as it is, like an NFL player. And then what is his, his other brother does two, something? Two of them are in the NFL. Yeah, like, like we got a we family of stone. stone, stone yeah, I bet. Well, we've got, a, we've got a, a whole family full of fucking stone cold beasts, just killers. Uh, oh, like yeah. They've got those fucking badass genetics. Every dude in the world wishes that wishes they had, you know, with like that natural athleticism. Just you're just born with it. Like John Jones probably came out of a womb with his six pack. Probably. Um, and I mean, the thing with John Jones is, if you look at all of his fights since he saw it, he's failed every single fight except for one, and that was against OSP, and that was the worst performance he's ever had. Hmm. So I'm I'm not saying he's always been on something, but I'm not saying he hasn't been. Yeah, I think a lot of that's something he was always okay. <laughs> oh yeah, but I, I'm sure they had to give him something to counteract that that come down the next morning when he'd come to the gym or something. Uh, I mean, I'll easily say that what he was on was probably coke and dick. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Good time or for the steroids and the pills. To be honest, to be honest, I still can't believe how many chances they've given they've given him because he's like he is time and time again like like fucked over the UFC and just himself and like he's like the Johnny Craig of the UFC. I don't know if you know who Johnny Craig is. I don't. Johnny is a is a musician who consistently gets kicked out of bands every three to four years. Oh God. And that's basically what John Jones is. Every three to four years, he gets kicked out of the UFC, and then he and then they bring him back because he sells tickets. Yeah, like he went from the greatest of all time to the greatest fuck up. I one hundred percent agree. I, it, it's a bummer. It really is. And the whole story makes UFC look bad, makes USADA look illegitimate, and makes the California Athletic look like a joke. Yeah, Usada legitimately looks like like looks and seems like a joke right now, and and a lot of fighters have expressed that as well. 
Oh yeah. Actually, what am I? He was like, "You can't come to my house anymore. You don't even try." <laughs> one of my favorite th- for 20 years. <clears throat> one of my favorite themes that uh was Brendan Schwab's always saying is like the reason why he likes Verizon is because they're just like like or no the reason why he like pride was pride was like, yeah just use them all they're like all of what everything all the steroids just use them all yeah. <laughs> or was he he's always talking about Bellator he's always he's always like I wish Bellator would just be like just take all the drugs <laughs> And I mean, let's face it, you know some of them are. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, steroids do make sports better, okay? Like, no, oh, no, I'm not just talking about the UFC. I'm just talking about sports in general. Remember in the early 2000s when every year it was McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, and all those dudes out doing each other in home runs? That was because of the steroid. Like, they were knocking oh, that shit out of the park con- consistently like every fucking game well not every game but like pretty fucking close um same with the ufc remember pride like you're telling me bob sap wasn't on steroids look at him his muscles his what was it his shoulders had shoulders i mean vitor belford oh my god oh my god vitor belford ended his career middleweight you know, you know, like, USADA has, like, when they get brand new fighters come in, you know, and they're giving, I like to think they do some sort of, like, rookie day, like they do with, like, the NFL does it, the NBA does it or whatever, like, where they do, like, a rookie seminar. I like, think they do that <laughs> yeah. with the newer fighters. And they're like, oh, you what the difference is between being on everything and not, and they just do slides of Vito Belfort in his first, like, couple UFC fights compared to his last UFC fights and the, oh like, total God, deflation. Yeah. And like, are you gonna tell me that if you look at Yo Romero, you'd be like, nah, that's not steroids. Just that's just Cuban. Water. I don't on, know, man. man. He's been tested and he doesn't pop. And he failed. And he failed the test too. So the last one he did, the, the he failed his last one against Whitaker. The, no, not against Whitaker. Yeah, he failed. Uh, it was an out of petition. But uh, they, uh, it was like a. Six month suspension for a tainted supplement. <clears throat> I don't know, man. There's some dudes though that just had those. I just mean the body. I'm not saying he actually. Yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, like, like if there's any, like, if you put he's there and like, pick the one on Roy, then like, <laughs> I I gotta give that to you though, Yoel or Yoel Romero or Yomero, whatever. He looks like he's fucking on everything. <laughs> And that's just that just saying all the Colombian chicken, fucking uh, Cuban chickens he's eating. You know that nah, he, he looks like he he's on everything. He looks like, a Cuban looks like he just he he walks around at at, at a probably normal weight of like two six. How that man cuts down eighty five, I'll never understand. <laughs> uh, George, are you still there? George. I, I think he may be putting yes, his daughter I'm, to sleep. No, I'm oh, okay. <laughs> she did get up for just a moment, but I am. <laughs> I was just checking because, like, we've been we've been talking so much, and I, I'm, I don't know whether uh, we, we just haven't been giving you a you a chance to talk or whatever. But um, I want to go into something real quick. I want to go into uh, Misha Tate. So Misha Tate is George's cousin. Um, George, have you like? Was there any point in time where like with that like? 
I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, obviously, the whole family knows that that she's in the MMA. Like, would you guys ever get together, like, for some of her fights and watch this, or is it something where like your family lives in one spot, her family lives in another? So it's like it's not like you were necessarily always getting together, maybe for like fam- family vacations and shit like. Uh, it, it was like when she was passing through for fights in Fresno and stuff. Like she would stop and, uh, like it, it. She's I've seen her periodically. Um, not I wouldn't say like every year or anything like that. But um, the the first time though I met her, it was when she was I think she was gonna fight Zoila Frostro here in Fresno at the same art center. If I'm remembering the name mm-hmm. correctly, don't quote me. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we had a. Gr- great time after the fight and we were hanging out at the house barbecuing and uh i i had a few beers and i was just like i bet you can't choke me out and she she did (laughs) so i remember i was just like this isn't that bad this isn't that bad and then faded to black night night yeah (laughs) she holly homed your ass oh my god that's so funny i'm not even afraid to be i was just like this will be fun. Everybody was laughing, and yeah, it was. I woke up on the floor a couple of seconds later, like what? What? <laughs> George, so. George, what are the odds of getting Misha Tate on the podcast? Oh my goodness, is, is she nerdy? I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say. I, I wouldn't say so. No, but I, I could <laughs> try. She's like, she gets on here and she's like, "What's up, you fucking nerd?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like, by the I way, I listen to some of your podcast with your stupid with with your video games and your Gundam model. No, but she's super. <laughs> she's super cool in real life, and uh, you know, very. It, it, despite her being in in fame and stuff, she's just she's very humble and a, just a solid, awesome person. So, um, love you, Misha, if you're listening. Uh, but yeah, I, when she comes through town, I, we get we get together. We usually at least do dinner or something like that but it has been a moment so i went um you do that give me an autograph yeah one of the uh for sure the casino host over at uh chuck chancy where i used to work uh his cousin is chad mendez and oh, i was nice. like i was like he's not your cousin and he's all showing me family pictures and stuff with them together and i was like Okay, okay, fine. That's your that, cousin. That's what everybody did to me at work. Everyone's just like, Misha Tate is not your fucking cousin. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, and I, and I'm like, here's a picture of me being choked out by Misha Tate. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I just imagined someone be like, yeah, uh, if you have enough money, anyone can get choked out by Misha Tate. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It, Pay it, for that. Was that a. That was at a meeting greet. Be honest. That was at a no 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 that's a living room um but no and then it's Um, just like i had i had one employee actually one of my employees at my store right now he was just like yeah i I still don't believe you and i was just like oh yeah so i opened my contacts and i was like well here's your phone like and i didn't show him the number but i was just like i'm not (laughs) it takes a picture of it like yeah he's just like hold on let me get that number i'm like nah bro (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, that would be my exact response. Um, one more question, MMA wise, for you, uh, Tommy, before we, we we wrap it up and do your kind of like, wh- where can everyone find you? Uh, Cejudo versus Dillashaw. Did you did you anticipate it going that way? Not at all. I expected Dillashaw to come in, uh, 
grind it out into a decision, and kill the flyweight division. Yeah, and man. the opposite happened. Oh my God, Sahedo, yeah, he playing now. Granted, I think that he he got that that lucky hit, the very first hit. I think it was just you know right right place for wrong time for Dillashaw, right place right time oh, yeah. for for Sahedo. But no way, shape, or form am I diminishing Sahedo's talent. That dude is a great fucking monster. Uh, not only is he an Olympic gold medalist, but to get his ass beat by Mighty Mouse and in only two years come back and win that title is insane. I still think he, I still think Mighty Mouse won that that second fight. But hey, he's got uh, the belt. That's what matters. I'm actually really happy Mighty Mouse isn't in the UFC anymore because the UFC was completely disrespecting him. But me too. To play devil's advocate. That flyweight division get much love, and there's a reason why it doesn't get much love. They're not generally these ultra high, exciting fights. And when you're also a champion like, uh, like fucking, uh, I just said his goddamn name, Mighty Mouse. Uh, when you're when you're a champion like Mighty Mouse, you start taking that that GSP route, where how can continue to keep winning and keep longevity? Uh, GSP towards the end of. His first run in the UFC, remember how everybody fucking hated him at the very end? Like, his fights are boring, his fights are boring. They would boo his fight. Like, but GSP yeah. had, the, yeah, like GSP, he had a system. And it was the same theme. Long, how can I keep for as long as I can without taking damage? I feel like the difference between those two is that Mighty Mouse finished fights. Most yeah. of his title defenses were finishes, whether they were that's a different story. The one before Sudo, the one before he lost, where he did that transition in the air armbar. Oh my god! What a fucking masterclass! What a masterclass! And I'll give him that. But I'm gonna be honest with you: how many flyweights are knocking each other out? Like, like really, really knocking each other out? There's, there's not that many. And I think that that's where that division hurts. Oh, every yeah. uh, every other division, you got these dudes with these knockout power, but they've also got more weight. Um, I think that's that, that come. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I mean, TJ Dillashaw's not that much bigger. What ten more pounds is his his division where he has his belt? What one thirty five? And yep. those dudes, just just that 10 pounds, well, I mean, realistically, when, like, uh, people like TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt get into the ring, they're probably more at, like, 145, 150 if, if they've hydrated correctly. Um, but... I mean, Cejudo said he was in around 150, fighting at 125, so... Yeah, those dudes, they've they, they, they got that shit down to a sign. But uh, I'm just... I, I really, really... the 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 one thing that was really awesome about that was what Cejudo calling Dana and Dana White just slowly slinking away. <laughs> yeah. Dana White was like, I love that. God damn. TJ, you had one yeah. job. Like, what? I'm a what? huge Cejudo fan and love that he did that. I just never saw it coming. I, I mean,. To be honest, I thought that fight could get could have went either way. It was fifty fifty for me. I, I I mean, I was rooting for Dillashaw just because of like like Dillashaw's had a crazy run. Like he got his ass kicked and then he did this this rise back to power. Um, but yeah. uh, 
I, I really honestly expected, like, it was a coin flip for me. Like, I know both those dudes are, are, are beasts, and I know they both had the, uh, the power and the skills to, to end that at any point. But I, realistically, I think everybody thought that was going to get dragged out five rounds, like you said. Yeah. I mean, because it's nope. where some of them normally go. Cejudo came in with a plan, man. A plan to fucking knock TJ Dillashaw on his fucking... And now Cejudo's coming for that 135-pound belt. Oh, I think Cejudo wins out. I think either way, Cejudo wins or loses, he's going Still got I think he... I I think he wins that, and then I think they use that as the room to dissolve finally. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that could happen. Um, either way, that's going to be an amazing fight, and I think Dillashaw... I don't think Dillashaw's going to win. Again. I think... Uh, I think Suhudo did get lucky in the first fight, but um, I think he's got the skills to back it up again. I think that's a safe bet, but at the same time, I think Dillashaw is not going to necessarily come in with more caution. I think he's going to have the mindset of that was a lucky shot and be just as reckless as he normally is. And then Suhudo is going to be like, really? Was that a lucky shot? And then drop him. I really hope so. I really hope so. I think so. it'll be later. <clears throat> I definitely don't think it'll be in the first round. But oh, yeah, it'll probably be like, like round three, round four. That's where I'm thinking. Yeah, that's where it makes sense for sure. Um, okay, so, Tommy, first and foremost, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks thank, for having me. Thank you. For Happily come me. back anytime. Next, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on twitch.tv slash nightwing593 okay. on Twitter at nightwing. That's where I, when I'm going live, what I'm doing. Just, yeah. just my general stuff. And if you want to see a bunch of random picks about gums and other tentacles, on Instagram at nightwing5930. Nightwing530 on Instagram? Yep. Okay, I'll, I'll add that in there. Oh, because I'm going to reiterate it. And we usually do like a little break and then like we'll do like next week. But I'll, I'll reiterate okay, on this since uh, Discord is acting kind of funky. What was that? Uh, your Discord really was night, yeah, Nightwing5 what? My Instagram is Nightwing5930. 5930. Perfect. The exact okay. same as my Twitch, just with a, with a zero at the end. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, Tommy, thank you so much for for coming to the show. Uh, I know George and I are stoked. It was it was a great conversation talking about MMA, something we don't generally you, we don't generally get to talk about on on, on the show. Um, I think that's one of the things that George and I like about the show is is it's it's versatile. It's dads, beers, nerds, and luckily all three of those encompass a lot of different themes. So maybe one day we'll have uh, we'll we'll have someone's dad on as the grill master, and we'll talk about grilling or something. <laughs> I am the grill master. We'll, we'll we'll talk about what brand of New Balance he likes to wear when he's grilling. Yeah, I mean, um, I've got two of the three covered right now of beards and hair. <laughs> I can just get under uh, with my friend. Then we got three uh, of the three covered. Tommy, thank you again for coming on the show. Um, all right, everybody, we are going to take a quick break, and then we will jump into the outro and all that. All right, we'll be right back, everyone. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, once again, we were joined by the Tommy Ayers. 
uh, it was great talking about MMA, talking about Gunpla with him. Obviously, very two very specific things that uh, that, that I love. I know uh, George isn't a Gunpla, but he loves MMA. He's got family in MMA. Um, yes, so as an MMA fan, it was actually really cool getting to talk about that. We don't get <laughs> most of the stuff we talk about. George is all nerdy stuff. I know it, it was it was a nice change of pace tonight for sure. Um, so real fast, I just want to reiterate, uh, or we're going to reiterate Tommy's socials because of Discord kind of acted a little choppy tonight. George, you want to read those off since you're on the actual master recording? Sure. Uh, yeah, Tommy's socials are uh, twitter.com slash nightwinggaming. Um, he's also available at twitch.tv slash nightwing593 and instagram.com slash nightwing5930. So check him out on any of those platforms. Give him some love. And thank you again, Tommy, for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Okay, yes. Thank you, George. Um, all right. So remember, if you'd like to be part of the podcast, leave us a message via the Anchor app by going to Dad's Beards Nerds podcast homepage on, on Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash Dad's Beards Nerds. Uh, one day I will change that into template. <laughs> um <laughs> There you'll be able to tap the message button and leave a voice message for us to showcase, answer your questions, or just have a good laugh at what, what you've left us. Remember, keep it clean, keep it nice. We're obviously not going to air anything if you're being a dick. But, uh, I mean, if you want to be a dick, go ahead and feel free to call it. Maybe uh, Anchor shows that in your analytics and they'll put us on the front page. So if you want to bombard us with uh, the audio version of a dick pic, go right ahead. But, uh this has been the Dad's <laughs> Beards Nerds Prime. I was waiting for that, George. I was, I was trying for it. <laughs> so hard to not laugh at the just oh, oh, I was waiting for the laugh. I was like, okay, I guess it was. I was like, uh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, this has been the Dad Beards Nerds Prime podcast. This was episode seventeen. Uh, we don't have a guest locked in for next week, so I've got no guest to uh, to pimp out um i'm sure we'll have one though but we just don't have them yet so until next time i'm anthony i look forward to making more content for you. and i'm George. Oh, i'm sorry i'm anthony and thanks for ah. listening to us guys have a great night anthony come on have a man. Good one. come on i know right? i'm so sorry i'm so <laughs> sorry it's my first time